0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Friends, Welcome, one and all, to another episode of Magic Universe with Sharona. And I am your host and magic mama, Sharona Rapsick. I am an artist and a designer of the soon-to-be-release, the Boho Pixie Tarot Deck, all dedicated to the life and art and legacy of Pamela Colin Smith, as well as the author of its guidebook, The Little White Dog. I am also a tarot master teacher, an angel Reiki master, a spiritual coach, and a teacher of the magical and intuitive arts. And I am coming to you live today from the Big Apple, New York City. And, well, it's a glorious sunny but very cold day here now tonight the moon is in leo and i pulled a card for today it's the chariot card so this is what we're in for and it's saying for all of us that we are in the driver's seat and the roads ahead are clear which means that we have few obstacles in our way today and we can go far so Hey, everyone, all we have to do is focus on our goals and then go forth and conquer. And our victory is assured. So that's a really good card for today. Okay, I am so happy that you are joining me here today. And I just want to let you know, if you're new to the show, that this little radio show is all about awakening and embracing your inner personal power and self-confidence As well as creating magic and miracles in all areas of your life simply by using a little bit of help from your angels and your guides whatever you call them and the divine and loving conscious energy of the magic universe that yes that we are each all a part of so if you are ready to live your magic and ready to be who you really are then join me during this hour, and I am going to invite you to step into your power and awaken your true magic. But before we get started with the show, I do want to let you know that Magic Universe with Sharona is a live call-in radio show. And here we talk about such topics as angels, crystals, energy healing, Especially tarot and oracle cards, we all talk a little bit about astrology, synchronicity. But most importantly, we talk about how to raise your energy so that you have good, good, good high vibrations. And when you're in that state, you can create, generate, and attract more love and magic into your life. And I also will be introducing you to some great people in our tarot and metaphysical community. In fact, we have a really fabulous special guest today. But let me tell you that Magic Universe is on the air always on the second and fourth Sunday of each and every month. Now, uh, this is a live call-in show. So after uh, we speak, uh, after I speak and talk with our special guest today, If some of you would like a free mini-reading or an angel message or a little angel Reiki or just kind of talk about who you are and what you do, um, I will be taking one or two calls and maybe some posts from our chat room today. So once again, if you do want to call in, that number is 714-816-4628. That's to listen. So if you want, to be, you want me to take your call, you need to press, after you call in, the number one on your phone keypad, and that will raise your hand on the switchboard. And I do take calls in the order that they are received, so if you do get in, don't hang up, because guess what? You'll lose your spot in line. And the other place where you can join us is in our chat room. So to go to that, you want to go to thetarotguild.com forward slash chat. And then if you're shy about making a phone call, you can just put a message in the chat room. Okay, my friends, we've got all that done. And now, as they say, it is time for us to uh, rock and roll. Okay, and we'll get our magic on. Okay, today, my listeners, we have a very special guest, Scott Martin. Scott Martin has been involved in theater since he was in high school as a drama student, and he pursued his interests in college, and he earned a bachelor's degree in speech and theater, and in graduate school, a master's degree in directing. Uh, Scott has taught theater and directed plays in high school, community, and regional theaters for 36 years, and he studied at the Herbert Berghoff Studio in New York City with William Hickey. Um, He has also performed and uh, directed in community and regional theaters, Summerstock, and Off-Off Broadway theater and he currently works as a mentor for the New York City Department of Education in the Arts Matter Program. And after retiring from full-time teaching in 2002, he pursued his fascination with the Tarot. And his studies began at the Tarot School with Walt and Ruth and Amberstone. And he also has studied with Rachel Pollack, Ellen Goldberg, Eleanor Greenberg, um, and Robert Place and Mary Greer. And in full disclosure, I have to say that Scott and I have much in common and are very lucky indeed and blessed that we have also, that I have also studied with uh, most of those same people. Now. He is here today because he has written a most fabulous book, bringing the tarot to life, embody the cards through creative exploration, and we're going to be uh, talking about that today. So, uh, for um, what we're going to be talking about is for many readers, uh, tarot cards reveal uh, their deepest wisdom through creative interaction. And his book, Bringing the Tarot to Life, shows how to use theater games and acting techniques to gain new insight into the cards. With more than in this book, you will find more than fifty imaginative exercises and theater games to be practiced alone or with a group. And this book will help to unlock your intuition. And help you to experience the cards from the inside out. Now, according to Mary Greer, who is one of um, one of the most awesome uh, tarot teachers and authors out there, and she's the author of Twenty One Ways to Read a Tarot Card. In this book, Scott Martin shows you how to breathe life and spirit into your tarot deck making the cards come alive, and you will get to know these characters like never before and have an outrageous, fun time while doing it. Well, okay, folks, let's welcome today, welcome, Scott Martin. Hi, Scott. Hello. Hello.
0: Oops, I think
1: I'm on the wrong, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm on the wrong line, hold on, here we go, here's Scott, <laughs> we'll be back to that call, hi Scott, sorry about that, <laughs> I hit the wrong button on the switchboard, <laughs> how you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm okay, good afternoon, oh, this is, it's a pleasure to be with you good and afternoon. Today. <laughs> well, I'm coming so to glad you, to have from, you uh, here cold Brooklyn all Brooklyn actually right across the bridge from where you are somewhere in Manhattan but I'm in Brooklyn but it's just as cold here but it's um, we'll warm it up with this conversation I hope about tarot
1: that we shall so Scott um, can you tell our listeners what inspired you to write your first book bringing the tarot to life embody the car well, you know, creative what inspired
2: what in, it wasn't what inspired me so much but who inspired me and that was uh, Sasha Graham you mentioned earlier that uh, I went to the Tarot school with uh, Walden Ruth and Amber Stone are the teachers there and Sasha and I were students together in that class and she said, you know you should write a book and I said. I think it's all been written. I don't have anything new to add. Uh, I really don't even have the confidence to think about writing a book. Um, She said, no, no, you you take what you love, which is tarot, and you combine it with something else that you love, which is theater, and there's your book. And that was the spark I needed, and from there I wrote my first book, which you just told us about. And perhaps there's a listener who has thought of writing a book but, like me, um, thought nothing more to add uh, to the subject or lacked the confidence. So let me share this with you. It may inspire you. And you may have no interest in writing a book or designing a, a deck at all, and that's okay, too. But this may speak to you in other ways. And you mentioned in the beginning of the program that one of the purposes of this show is to awaken your personal guide. So let me share this with you, and perhaps this will do that. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, Who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us, and not just some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And this was written by Marianne Williamson. She's an American spiritual teacher, author, and lecturer. So I hope that resonated with some of you out there. Um, So here is how I connected with the theater, and this is the basis of my book. I wanted to get the images off a one-dimensional piece of cardboard and really breathe three-dimensional life into them. I mean, that's essentially what an actor does when he takes a character from pieces of paper, which we call the script, and creates in the lives and puts breath and energy and vitality and a real believable three-dimensional life in the real world. Sometimes we get, May be a little bit off by the pictures. I'm talking about the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, where the characters are dressed in Renaissance and medieval garb. Um, So I wanted to get them a little bit more into the century we're living in now. And and I realize there's so many parallels between a play and these cards. Each, each card is really a, a play into itself. It has a plot. You can look at it and, and make up a story. There are certainly characters that we see in the cards. There are themes, and we get the themes from the suits in the cards. Dialogue, because we can hear them talking. And then there's what they call spectacle, which is all the visual elements, the costumes, the props, the makeup, and, and all the things that surround the pictures in the story. So, you know, there's evidence that dating hmm, way back to the 16th century of a poetry game called tarocchi Appropriate, I hope I didn't massacre that too much, uh, that suggests uh, suggests character analysis. Um, Trump cards were dealt usually to noble ladies, and a poet would improvise a sonnet matching the card and its characteristics to each of the ladies. Children also use the cards as a kind of parlor game and use them to inspire poems and stories that they made up about each other. Um, And for me, tarot has always been about telling stories. You know, whether it's the story in the card or whether it's the story uh, that the client comes to you with, the basis of all tarot, no matter what deck you're using, or what approach you have to it, the, the basis of it all are stories. Um, Indeed. So no matter how you... Indeed. So, yeah. So no matter what, you, uh, what your entry is into tarot, whether it's one of the ologies, or whether it's astrology or numerology, psychology, or perhaps you went into it through the Golden Dawn or alchemy or Kabbalah, tarot has always been about stories. Uh, Each card tells its own story and they lend themselves as tools to inform and enlighten the stories of the client.
1: Indeed. What I, you know, what is, you know, steps out to me after reading your book is each card, you know, I, I also come from a theater background where I do did costume design and makeup, but each card is almost like a storyboard, uh, that, you know anyone who works in theater or movies or anything like that they're used to there's a storyboard and you build onto that but what's cool with the tarot is you shuffle them and every time you shuffle it you get a different story if you mix the cards together so I love that indeed
2: well thank you that's exactly how I feel about it and I'm glad you were Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah and it's, you know, it's interesting because um, it's kind of like when you work with the deck, you're working with 78 or even more if there's more than one figure on the card, you're working with 78 actors. And these actors, you know, are there embodying a message. And what I love about them is, you know, uh, my favorite deck is, of course, the um, – the uh, Wait Smith deck or the writer Wait Smith deck, and it, it doesn't even bother me that they're in medieval clothes because I you know I think of um, Pixie, who uh, is the artist Pamela Coleman Smith, you know, she worked in theater and it was a, a, a theater group that they performed in Shakespearean costume. So I um, always find that kind of you know they don't have to be in today's clothes. You can just look at them as actors up on the stage. They're uh, they're timeless.
2: <laughs> I thought it was yeah. interesting in your introduction. You, you've you written something called The Little White Dog, and, of course, I know you're referring to the dog in the fool card. And I just yes. learned recently, I mean, you, met, you mentioned that Pamela Coleman-Smith worked in the theater uh, in England, and she was a friend of a very famous actress, Ellen Carey. Yeah And that little white dog yes. actually belonged to Ellen Carey. <laughs> So it's yeah, nice and,
1: when you and see I, the I have that picture. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and it looks seen Terry
2: holding the dog. I
1: have, I have. In fact, I'm writing a blog about that. And the funny thing is, you know, I used to think that's the funniest looking little dog. He, but that dog that Alan uh, Terry had looked just like that dog with the tail, exactly.
2: the with the mouth, the, the fluffy you know, tail, everything. Like,
1: Yeah, I'm trying to find out what his name is, you know, but... um, I'd like to know that, too. You know, I know the cat that's on the, uh, you know, the Queen of Wands, the little black cat. That has a name That's I think, snuffles the cat. And I think that belonged to uh, Ellen Terry's daughter. And that was also... I mean, the thing is, uh, most of the, uh, at least in the court cards, anyway, most of the... uh, the figures that you see are modeled after actual uh, actors and, you know, the, the, the scenes and the background, uh, you can actually go to that part of England where um, Pixie uh, stayed with Ellen Terry and you can see a lot of the, the buildings and the bridges and everything. So it's, it's really cool that, uh, yeah, but I love that. I, I love that little dog, you know, and I, You know, it's kind of, I named my book, you know, The Little White Dog, because everyone calls it The Little White uh, Book, and I said, you know, it's really about that dog, because that's our intuition that's always there, it never leaves us, you know, and it's always like nudging us on. And you don't know if it's the faithful
2: dog going along with the fool, or you don't know if it's the dog trying to pull the fool back to to keep him from jumping (laughs) off the cliff, or I mean, if the the intention of that dog is ambiguous, so you can imagine all kinds of reasons to what that dog symbolizes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny because that's the, the one card which we don't know if Pamela Coleman Smith signed it, and because all the other cards have her little um, her little signature, stylized signature in the corner. That one doesn't. So there's a lot of People who think that maybe the little white dog is actually Pamela Coleman Smith, and uh, she put herself into the card. But we now know that that was an actual dog, so that might uh, make that theory go out the window. But, I heard um, another story he had- about
2: why she didn't sign the why she didn't sign the fool card, and this is probably all tarot lore and myth, but. The story I heard was that she had a disagreement with Arthur Waite about whether the fool should be the first card or if it should be the last card in the deck and they couldn't come to terms with that. He insisted it would be the first card and it isn't in all decks, you know. And so mm-hmm. to show her protest, she refused to sign it. <laughs> that particular card. It's a fun story, could, I'm not saying it's true.
1: Could be. Could be. Although I think it almost makes more sense that it's zero because, you know, zero can go anywhere in the deck. It's kind of like, you know, it's like a formless number. And in a way, that's what the full is. He's pure potentiality. And he can go anywhere in the deck, whereas the other ones tend to line up like the aces Uh, line up with the ones that are on the tree of life Um, but like i said you know there you know we don't have we don't have weight and we don't have pixie here with us so we'll never know and maybe that's part of the fun (laughs) but uh yeah you know it's uh you know i i you know i'm a real tarot geek you know forgive me for going off on a tangent and (laughs) this you know (laughs) <laughs> I can go on for hours talking about, you know, about the uh, the tarot. But, Scott, I know your book has, like, wonderful exercises in it uh, uh, using theater games. And uh, maybe you can, like, enlighten everyone on what theater games are and, you know, how – and maybe, you know, tell us about an exercise that, you know, uh, you can use to understand – a character that you might see in a tarot card.
2: Well, theater games, and sometimes I um, wish they weren't called games, because I think particularly if you're new to it, you'd think, oh, games, it's like charades, we're going to have fun. I mean, these games are, are seriously constructed games that are meant to teach something and open up the actor's instrument To tap into his imagination, his creativity, to loosen his inhibitions, to get him to be a real free and open uh, interpreter of of these characters who experience such a wide range of emotion. So it's really to get your acting juices flowing and getting you ready to act. But um, I found that all these theater games and activities really coincide with developing characters in the tarot. So um, these exercises that that we use in acting classes can easily be transferred into any character in a tarot deck to see him or her as a a three-dimensional character, exploring the backstory, of the character, whether a character in a play is depicted in a card. It opens us up to the interior life of the character. It's a training ground for possibility. So um, let's do this one together. Um, This is something that would take more time if we were doing it in class. We don't have the kind of time to do that uh, on live radio. But you'll get a sense of what you might want to ask your character in the card to get to know that character in a little more three-dimensional way. Um, So I would ask you to think of a tarot card that you might want to explore more. Maybe this card has always been rather elusive to you. You didn't quite have a clear grasp of it, and you wanted to explore it a little more. So here's one way that you can um, explore that card that's been sort of escaping your imagination. Um, These are incomplete phrases, and when there is a blank, I'm going to say your card. But when I say your card, if you're doing the star card, you will substitute star for when I say your card. <laughs> so this is a questionnaire. I'll go through it you know, rather quickly, and you wouldn't have time to answer the questions. But again, just think about it and see which ones uh, sort of maybe resonate with you. Like when your card makes a decision, she is A, clear-headed, B, uncertain, C, quiet but sure, D, weak-willed, two, when your card gives direction, he is forceful, hesitant, overly aggressive, timid, three, when people's opinions differ from your card, she is accepting, broad minded trusting, suspicious. The uh, card is, what is it? When your card, well, the card is interacting with a other card people, he knows well, he is A, open, B, cold, C, generous, D, withdrawn. Five, when your card talks about herself, she is boastful, modest, evasive, Overbearing. When your card goes to work or school, she is competent, competitive, excellent, bored. Though your card's clothing is fashionable, out of style, ill-fitting, ostentatious. Your card walks quickly, slowly, upright, unsteadily. When your card sits, she slouches, sits straight back sits cross-legged, leans forward. When no one is looking, your card's facial expressions are tense, angry, puzzled, happy. When your card argues with someone, he is the shouts, stripes out, gets sarcastic, becomes insulting. Your card is most often honest, habitual liar, deceptive, half-truthful. Your card knows herself very well, rather well, not at all, only thinks she does through the eyes of others. Your card's physical condition is excellent, good, fair, poor, and finally, given the news of a likely fatal illness, your card becomes morbidly depressed, rallies her strength, gives up, or ends her life. So that is one exercise that, of course, you would get a lot more time and thought to that. And by the end of it, you would start to get maybe another aspect or dimension of that card, some qualities in that card that you hadn't thought of before. Um, So I hope you found that one one interesting. Well, you know what's interesting
1: is I pulled the – I'm going to describe the card that I pulled. You're going to get a kick out of this. And anyone who's into tarot, I just closed my eyes and I pulled out a card. So I did pick out someone who it's a queen. So it has a lot of female energy or feminine, you know, divine feminine energy. And she's seated in a very, uh, solid chair, her feet are on the ground, and there are, I think, and so she is very grounded, but yet um, there's clouds in the card, and her head is above the clouds. So I believe she's very logical. And yet, she, with one side of her, is very welcoming. She's got a raised hand, and she's saying, "Come, come closer, but in her right hand. She holds a sword, so she seems really logical, and her head is not in the clouds. Who do you think that could be? I would say
2: that's the queen of swords, maybe?
1: (laughs) Yes, and that was, you know, that was the one, I mean, you know, the tarot never ceases to amaze me. You know, it's always, like, winking, like, ah. So, you know, we start talking, and that was the card that um, I just threw out of a pile of cards. But one, what a wonderful exercise to, you know, to get to know this character and, you know, get to understand. I mean, I always think of queen cards not necessarily being a person, but kind of advice from someone who's very nurturing, you know, and loves to influence and guide like a teacher or a mentor, Um, kind of, you know, sits back, not necessarily uh, the leader like a king. And, you know, looking at it from, you know, going to the exercise, she would have a lot of good advice to you to say, hey, be logical, but be cautious too. Don't, Don't put your head in the clouds. So what a wonderful exercise. I love that.
2: Well, oh I want to ask wonderful. you a question. Did you, did you, ask, did, you uh, did any of the questions that that you answered to yourself inform you in a way that you hadn't thought of before about the Queen of Swords? And now you have a little bit more information in your arsenal that you will add to who you think the Queen of Swords is.
1: Oh, definitely. It, um, in my arsenal, I mean, you, you um that whole thing about you know you have a choice to you know most people say you can read this as an actual person or energy about a situation, but I also see her as now as that thing I was saying as being a mentor you know an advisor. She's she's kind of sitting there um, you know telling. Uh, and it's interesting. She's turned one of the few cards where she's turned sideways. So um, she's not looking at you, but um, you feel that she sees you. You know, it's someone who can doesn't have to look at you, but can really get a, a feeling of you, you know, and, and cut through. And it's that cut through, it's a sword, right? You know, cut through the facade and can know you who is so logical and can offer advice. Pretty cool stuff.
2: Oh. Well, I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and uh, I'm glad now that you're a little more familiar with the Queen of uh, Swords. Um, yeah. We can go on to another exercise that kind of expands uh, on this kind of work, um, which has to do with, the senses. Actors certainly have to be aware of, of all of their senses, and they incorporate all of their senses in are creating and portraying a character, seeing, smelling, tasting, hearing, touching. Um, so I'm going to ask you again to choose a card, again, maybe a card that you would like to know more about. Maybe it's not one that you're most familiar with or most comfortable with or one one that's sort of been out there on, <laughs> on the skinny branches for you and you'd like to reel it in a little bit and get some more specific information. Now, these are unconventional things that you would normally do with tarot, but again, remember, we're applying theater and acting techniques to the cards and see what we come up with. So... Um, And I'm going to ask you to think in a very different way than you usually do as you answer these questions. So with your card in mind, how does the card taste? Is it sour, sweet, salty, bitter? How does the card sound? Is it soft, loud, strident, shrill, or grating. How does the card smell? Is it fragrant, woody, non-citrus, fruity, sharp, pungent, chemical, minty, sweet, sickening, or citrusy? And how does the card touch? A pat on the back? A hug? A fish handshake? Hitting, pushing, cheek to cheek, forehead against forehead, resting head on face or shoulder, holding hands, rubbing inner thighs, kissing. How does the card see? With eyes wide open, splinting, farsighted, nearsighted, legally blind? How does the card hear? very clearly, tone deaf, partially deaf, listens carefully, listens, but daydreams. Now, close your eyes and step inside the card. Decide where you are. Are you in a forest? Are you in a cave? Are you at the beach? Are you on a crowded street, turn around and see what you see in this location. Incorporate all of your senses, the ones you've just explored. And if you were doing this as a journaling exercise, you would write about your experience, where you are, who you are, what you see, how you feel, in that environment that you created. So there's another exercise where you incorporate every all of your senses and apply it to the character in the tarot deck that you are exploring wow
1: well i drew another card and and i don't i'm holding another card and then i stepped into it and i got a new insight into it because it is the six of wands which we kind of know is the victory or celebration card but Scott something really funny happened when you said you know what do you smell (laughs) and when I was you know stepping into this card yeah well you know you you smell okay the the crowd that's there uh to see the uh, victor on horseback but you also smell the horse and and the sweat and everything and you know you think of well the sweet smell of success (laughs) may not smell that sweet when you get down to it you know and uh what's fu- what's funny is you know you know you don't want to get up and I start thinking about it, you don't want to get up too high on your horse because the horse is looking in the opposite direction from where the uh the rider is facing so very cool indeed thank you thank you you're welcome awesome actually I like the yeah.
2: horses I like the smell oh, of horses oh I do too and- the leather saddle and all that. I used to ride horses, but I'm so allergic to them that once I had once I got off the horse, I'd be in bed for the rest of the day taking Benadryl. So, but I love. Me horses.
1: too, but you know it was worth it. It was it was worth it to, uh, you know. So I guess maybe the horse didn't smell so bad. It was that crowd around him that was kind of yeah, uh, right. It smelled yeah, good. They hadn't for like a they, while. Were gonna, they were out, Yeah they were probably out for that guy they were probably trying yeah. to pull him off of the horse at some point so uh scott i believe you have another uh book that um that you have that's coming out uh can you tell us a little bit about that and and other things that you have in in the works and have done? i can
2: and i also i also have one more exercise if we have time for it if if not we can not do that one but um do we have time? For yeah, we're kind exercise? of
1: running. We're kind of past the bottom of the hour. Believe it or not, when you have fun, um, time goes quickly. So, uh, we'll have to have you back maybe for um, to do more exercises. But I do want to want to hear about your other books and what you're working on.
2: Sure, um, I've written a book called uh, The Silent Doorkeeper. And, um, and this book was inspired by a statement that was made by one of my tarot teachers, um, Wald Amberstone. He said, um, in a tarot spread, you never have to be concerned about the wrong card coming up because every card can address any issue from that card's point of view. And I found that really very liberating, like there are no wrong cards. So you don't have to worry about, oh, I didn't want that card to come up. That's not the right card. Every card is the right card. And it has something to say from that card's point of view. So I wanted to put this to the test. Um, I love Robert Place's Alchemical Tarot deck, but I'm not well-versed in alchemy, but I wanted to be able to read with it. And so this book uh, is what – ended up my trying to discover how I could find my way into Robert Place's alchemical deck, so I took all seventy eight cards and sought to discover how they would address a particular topic. so if you have I'm sure that like me I you only have one deck right ha 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 <laughs> I don't know how many decks ha, I have ha, ha. there are plenty I wouldn't know <laughs> there are plenty I wouldn't know how to read with. But uh, if there's some decks that you would really like to be more comfortable uh, reading with, I would suggest uh, the Silent uh, Doorkeeper would be a good way to learn how to do that. Uh, you can mm-hmm. buy that book on Robert, M. Pla- Robert M. Um, It's really one of my favorite decks, and I had a great time working working with that. Uh, and now I really feel I can I can read with that deck now. Um, Not as well as with the uh, writer uh, Smith deck, but um, I know it well enough now that I I feel I can comfortably read with it. Um, I really only intended it to be an exercise, but when I shared that material with Rachel Pollack, she said it would be a great way for anyone who wanted to get to know a deck that they didn't feel available to them for one reason or another. So this inspired this book, uh, so I thank awesome. Ray Pollock for for encouraging me to do that. And um, at the moment, I am uh, I have written a book which is currently with the publishers. It's called Behind the Scenes with Pamela Coleman Smith: uh, A New Sense of Direction in the Tarot. And because Pamela Coleman-Smith was an actress and a set designer uh, and a costume designer, and she worked in the theater extensively, um, she certainly understood movement of actors on stage, direction. And so this is a way of exploring these cards, looking at the characters in terms of where they're moving, how they're moving, what direction they're moving in, are they sitting, are they standing, are they stooping? Uh, and what how does that inform the character? so I go through the whole deck and approach the deck strictly based on the physical position and movement of the cards um, and that should be coming out next year but um it's in the works now it's with the publisher, and so that's what i that's what I have uh going right now, and if you would um like to look at my website it's scottmartintarot.com uh there's also some informational uh things there that i think you might find interesting and um if you would like to like more information from me or if you would like to order bringing the tarot from me because um There aren't that many copies left out there on Amazon. It can be purchased on Amazon, but if you find you can't get it there, you can contact me through info at scottmartin.com. And, again, um, this book, Bringing the Tarot to Life, it is on Amazon. You can also buy it, and we would prefer that you buy it, from robertmplacetarot.com. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, Scott, we're going to have to have you back again because it's been really a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I just want to thank you uh, for coming on today and sharing your wealth of knowledge. I want to thank Sasha Graham for getting you to uh, write your wonderful book, Bringing the Tarot to Life. Sasha has also been on on the show too and and uh, she is she's just wonderful too so one of the things that I love about tarot and one of the things I always tell people why you want to tune into this show is all of the cool people they love tarot (laughs) so if you want to hang out with the cool kids you you uh, you get yourself a tarot deck and you come on over and listen to this show so Absolutely. Scott, thank you. Thank you for thank joining you so us. Much. Oh my goodness. We'll I have you back so again. Much.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I would
1: love to. Awesome. Okay. So, um folks, what I need to do is I need to tell you what's coming up here on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. I wanna let you know that tomorrow, Monday, we have two offerings. We have um, first offering that we have that is at 1 pm. Eastern and then you can just check wherever you are in the world. Uh, it goes uh, it'll be a little bit different time if you're in the Pacific. that'll be uh, 10 a.m. We have the Wisdom of the Soul Show with host uh, Janice Fuse. And then right after that, uh, we have at 2 p.m. Eastern, we have the Spiritual Guidance Radio, and we have uh, Angelic Channel and Healer, Catherine Hahn. And uh, she. that's also with Catherine's show, you can call in and you can talk to Catherine. And then coming up Saturday, uh, we have on March 19th at 2 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, we have uh, Tarot Today Radio, with hosts Mary Brown and Dax Carlisle, and they have a special guest. They have Lisa Robertson, and she's going to be talking about her tarot deck. I've, I've seen it on YouTube. I got to get this deck. It's gorgeous, but I want to hear what uh, Lisa has to say with it. It's Cirque de, de Tarot. Did I say Cirque de Soleil? serve the tarot deck so you want to catch that next saturday and then i want to remind you that i will be back again um in two weeks on sunday march the 27th at 2 p.m eastern and we're going to be talking about angels a gift that our world needs right now and remember when i was talking about Catherine Hahn, she will be my guest on that show so we're going to be talking all about angels and how they are the gift the world needs right now and what exactly angels are, because I think angels are different things to different people. But they're always here to help us. So without further ado, I have got to take some calls. I mean, the the switchboard is is really lighting up. So I am going to go to area code. Uh, Three, come on, three, four, seven. Four Hi, seven. caller. What is your? Hi. Hello. <laughs> we were talking earlier. Hi, how you doing? What is your name and where are you calling from, darling?
0: Um, Hi, Jen, and I'm calling from Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. I heard. So how you doing?
1: I Brooklyn. Um,
2: I'm doing <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'm doing um okay. I'm doing okay.
1: Okay. So, um, what can uh, what can we do for you today? I'm just like shuffling my cards. Would you like a message? Yes. Okay. Okay. The message that I have is, it seems like you are, you're juggling a lot of stuff. There's a lot um of stuff going on in your life right now. And I'm getting this message that uh, you're reaching out, which you just did, uh, to ask for the help that you need. So uh, I'm getting that message from the cards. And, uh, you know, that you're... you're uh, You seem to be, you know, there's some questions that you're dealing with. And, of course, it has to do with embracing the flow of life and opening up to change, but also kind of stepping back and meditating. Mm -hmm. Is that resonating with you? Yeah,
2: because I just stepped back and did that. I just just stepped back.
1: Well, that's a good thing because uh, the key thing to getting, you know, I see you if it's relating to work or career. I see that being really good. The future being really good. But you do have to open up yourself to embracing change. Okay? Um you know to to get something new in your life, you got to let go of something, you know? Cuz you got to make room for it. You know, we <laughs> you can only hold so much in our in our in our uh our knapsack yeah so this whole this whole thing about you know stepping back you know opening up yourself to um, the goodness and the flow of life um, you know and I'm also getting that you need to say to yourself that you are really loved you know that you are you're really important you know and uh, I think you put other people ahead of yourself and might be giving credit to um others and you really need to you know support who you are and 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 your and yourself and everything
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know you are really loved and you know you um whatever you've been juggling or going through it's going to pass i mean we are this is a moment in time where there's going to you know, it's you know how they say it's the worst of times, it's the best of times, but out of this good stuff is coming, and you got to believe that. And you got to believe in yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean I work, you know, but this is like
2: nothing. I don't know, you know, it's hard
0: to explain. <laughs> it's very hard. Well, to you're explain. gonna be all
1: right. You're gonna be all right, you know, it's, you're gonna come through this. And uh I see I see good really good stuff coming your way. So step into your power and go for it.
0: Yeah. Um I wanted to because last time I had got a call I had called uh, I never number and they were talking about, Oh, it's too good to be true this guy and stuff like that. So I wanted to ask about that too because, you know, I'm really skeptical about who I date. (laughs) Okay,
1: I don't quite understand your question. You called in and you were, the question is about someone else? If This this person is the person for you? Is that the question? Okay. Okay, so let me just... So it's kind of a romance question. Is that correct? Right. Because,
0: this, um, okay. Those, okay.
1: Let me just let me just shuffle some cards on that one. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. i I'm, I'm getting that this new person has stirred some romantic feelings, and I'm getting like this could be a soulmate for you. So well, I hope. I uh, hope that that resonates with you. So um, that is what I'm getting. Yeah, there's a strong magnetic attraction there, and uh, uh, this this could be the one. But as I always tell um, people, the great greatest love is the I'm love you have for yourself.
0: <laughs> I don't think I'm this person yet.
1: Yeah. Well, you have met one of the people. Before we go, I want to tell you, you've met the greatest love in your life, and you know who that is? It's yourself. You love yourself fiercely, and it doesn't, you know, because it it will pull to you people who love you back. So love yourself fiercely and know that that's the greatest Yeah, and you will, that's, get you know, talk about that. Yeah.
0: It's how you treat yourself the way people want to treat you. Yep. That's what I have exactly. to learn. Exactly, I'm very lazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <But>, um, yep.
0: <laughs> I get it.
1: But, yeah, have a good day. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Love you. Thanks for calling in. Let me just grab another caller here. On our magical little switchboard here. Uh let's just see who has been waiting in line. I'm gonna go uh I have a caller, area code uh nine zero eight. What is your name and where are you calling from? Hello. Hi.
2: My name
0: My name is Hey
1: Hi. <coughs> Excuse me. Hi, hey How you doing?
0: I'm doing How good. How are you I'm today? Calling... Good. I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm calling from Elizabeth, New Jersey. And
2: okay. My, quest... my question is, I have a Polaroid camera, and I'm trying to capture
0: spirits on the camera. My nephew, James, had died uh, about a year ago violently, and I just want to give closure to his mother, Johanna. So I don't know if I'll be able to capture the spirit of James on the port of my camera, but I'm trying.
1: Okay, well, that certainly sounds like if you can capture that, that is uh, that would certainly um, be... Uh, so let me just pull some cards on that. Okay. Okay, well... Right away, I'm getting a message that you should go for it and try that, that, uh, um, that that could help a lot of people. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay, and I got all major arcana cards. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, what I'm getting is... You there's a good chance that you will be able to do this. Um, I'm also getting now you're using a Polaroid camera because I also said you know what kind of camera should you be using?
2: It's a, uh, excuse me, is a Polaroid camera? Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm kind of getting a message from Spirit that you might also want to try another type of camera, maybe a video camera okay you know because you're because um, you know Polaroids they just do uh, one picture if you had right. like a, a video mm-hmm. camera you get multiple pictures so you could slow it down and and look for um, what you are you know trying to accomplish so okay that's that's what I'm getting but I mean, what you're doing is certainly, um, you know, I'm getting getting also a message about, you know, seeing the bigger picture. That's where I'm getting like maybe maybe you might want to try a different uh, camera and you know speaking your world and uh, into being. So you know, you're on the right path, but uh, perhaps you might want to you know as far as your instrument that you're going to be approaching this with, you might want to, um, tweak it there.
2: So I have to get a video I hope camera. Help.
1: Yeah. Well, you can that do that would with be,
2: a phone. Be better.
1: You can do that with a telephone now. There's a video camera and a phone.
0: Oh, okay. I'll do that then. Okay. I'll try that. Yeah. We, Ready?
1: yeah, we Ready? live in yeah. pretty, I mean, we live in, yeah, you know, um, because I'm getting this whole thing about new technology. So when you said Polaroid, I was going, do they still make Polaroid cameras? <laughs> but uh, with, I didn't even know they were still around. I didn't know you could get film yeah, for them. Got, so I'm uh, getting this thing. They have,
0: yeah. They yeah. have one that's called the Polaroid Now. Uh, so they're still making cameras, yes.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, you can do it also with a phone, too, and then you can, like um, – put it up because it's also like it's part of the thing is being able to see it. So if you did it with a newer technology, you could put it into like a computer and blow it up and slow it down and look at the different frames, you know, versus just this, one in you know, yeah. one picture. That's what I'm getting. I don't know some yet. Yeah, sometimes the angels come through really technical. <laughs> that was a really technical answer. So thank you. Hey, a, Thanks for calling in. Okay. Let
0: me. A lot of closure. Thank you, mother. Yeah,
1: and I, yeah, I'm sending her love, and um, that's a really, I feel so, you know, that's a really uh, tough situation to go through. So, um, sending love to both of you. Okay, Okay. I'm just gonna put you back in listening mode. Thanks for calling in.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Okay, let me go area code um, 330. Caller, what is your name and where are you calling from? Hello? You've been waiting a long time, I know. Hello? Area code 330. Okay, I'm going to put you back in hold because I don't hear anyone there. And let me go to another one. Area code Um, okay, Uh, let's see, I'm going to go to uh, area code 630. Hi, what is your name and where are you calling from? Hi. Hi. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, My pleasure. My name is... What is your name? My name... Yes? Dion Dion. Dion. Hi, Dion. Hi, I'm in Wisconsin. Hi, all the way from Wisconsin and what's the weather like in Wisconsin? It's, it's sunny? Cold. It is cold, but it's very sunny. <laughs> so that's it's go. it's a nice day. It snowed this morning but now it's like fifty degrees. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it's warmer there where you are than it is here in uh, New York City. So you got a question for us? I'm pulling some cards.
2: Yeah, you were talking about books earlier um, with your your gentleman guest, and I wrote a book. um, It's coming up on a year anniversary at the end of the month. I wanted to find out if you see that being – like, I've made good sales, but I want it to be, like, discovered by the world. Because I feel like it will help me out financially, and it would also help out other people. That's why people write books. But do you see it being discovered more in the world? Okay.
1: I do. I do. I do. um, I I do see it. It's been quiet. Okay? Um, And I do... um, you um, in order to get it out there you're going to have to do some practical uh, work on your own like um, promoting it even putting a little money into promoting your book um, you know getting out there talking to people and I do see that once you do that yes and not to give up on it, and it'll definitely be um, a gift to the world. Um, you know, uh, it's going to be, I mean, what you're going to find, it's going to be your opportunity uh, to shine, and, you know, also you, you just got to trust that all will be well. And, but, yeah, you might have to, in order to get it out there, you're going to have to do a little work, even put some money out there, to advertise it, you know, and promote it. And that's, you know, that'll start happening. And I'm also getting a message that um, do you practice visualization? I do. Okay, so you want to keep, yeah, you want to keep visualizing um, your goals and, um, you know, you almost have to, Feel that that book is a success and a bestseller before it happens because the whole magic happens in your heart before it's expressed outward in the outward world. So you got to know that that book is what the world needs and, and see people buying it and, um, you know, seeing yourself... I mean, I, I keep doing this thing about, you know, about promoting it, you know, and 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 seeing you out there promoting it on TV, on, while well, you're on radio right now. What's the name of the book? Can you tell us? Well, I'll, uh, I'll give you we'll give a shout.
2: Thank okay. you. Shattered so
1: Windows? We're putting. So we put it out there, folks. Um, and um, so you've made your first step in going out there and promoting it. But you, that's what it's saying. Go out there, promote it, visualize it in your heart, and it it will be successful. Thank you. I hope that helped. I hope that helped, and I I I look forward to seeing you on TV. Thank you. <laughs> I love you very much. Yeah. Aww, Thank you. But love you too. Love ya. Okay, folks, let me, I'm just going to pop over, see if we got someone in the chat. I'm looking, going to where we have our messages in the chat room. Okay, let's see if we got anything in there. Got a lot of people chatting and everything. Hey, Charlotte, (laughs) I'll see you over, I see you. Okay, um, let me just see if there's one more call we might want to go for. Okay, I'm going to go for this one. Before we say goodbye, area code 602, are you there? What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi.
0: Greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is Pastor Don Gene, the CEO. I'm calling from sunny Mesa, Arizona. I was calling to get a reading.
1: Hi. Hi. Hello? Hi.
0: What PM? is your name? Hello? You
1: have a great I hear you. It. You have a great voice. You have a great oh, great radio you. voice. What is your name? What is your name and I where are you calling from?
0: I'm Pastor Don Junior CEO. I was carried into the radio station when I was three months old, so this is all I know. <laughs> so I how can we help you today? Okay. I want to get a reading. Let me
1: Okay, well let's see what we get for you. But you do have a great voice, my gosh.
0: Oh, thank you. you need to be, I really appreciate it.
1: You. you need to be in radio. I'm on
0: 7 to 12, but now I'm on 7 to 12 radio stations every day because we have a 365 days of radio campaign where we're connecting the community to the leaders in making things happen in the world in the real time.
1: Okay. Okay, well here's what I'm getting for you. Okay. Um, it's interesting, though, I'm getting for you balancing, okay? You're putting a lot of attention into what you were talking about, but there's also something else that you might be neglecting that you need to give uh, attention to. Um, You're definitely, you know, you definitely have a lot of creative power. um, Mm -hmm. And there's no there's no problem with that Um, but you know I'm getting this thing that uh, there's something else in addition to what you're talking about that you need to focus on is that making sense and um, yeah you know and it's all about stretching yourself you know something there's you know you are obviously um, you're very confident and strong but they're saying that there's something that you need to stretch yourself and and, and, and move past your comfort zone. I don't know what that is, mm. uh, but you know what that is. So go yes, for I that.
0: Do. That's what I'm doing on the radio. Out. I do seven to 12 radio shows every day, and I find out something new every time I'm on these show. And I'm connecting people who will never never normally meet at a gas station. They actually jump in the car to a million dollars worth of business. So... I'm walking in the right way. Like it as
1: sounds as well. really good, but it's also yes, saying ma'am. that there also is something else you got to be doing too. There's some other creative gift that you have that you also need to focus on. And want to well, thank you for pastor. calling in.
0: Thank you oh. too, man. you
1: You too. Love you. Lots of love to you. Love you. Too. And you got a great voice. Okay. Well, folks. Um, now um we are running out of time so i just want to you know just remind everyone out there that if i didn't get to your call that i'll be back again on the fourth sunday of the month this month that's sunday march the 27th 2 p.m eastern and we're going to be doing in fact it's going to be i'm going to be doing two shows another show after it that um, two weeks later that it's going to be about angels and angel numbers. Uh, a lot of you have been writing in to me um, emailing me that you want to know more about angels and how they can help the world right now. So I am going to be doing in two weeks a show with Katherine um, Hahn, and we're going to be talking about uh, angels, a gift that the world needs now message that they bring and the hope that they bring and uh this is a time we're we're telling the angels to come in to to help us so before i close like i always say i want to thank you for joining me um i want to especially thank uh my special guest scott martin for joining us today uh wasn't that wonderful Um, I know you're going to want to go out, get his book, Bringing the Tarot to Life, and um, weren't those exercises wonderful? So you're going to want to follow him. And most importantly, I want to thank uh, each and every one of you, my listeners, because I wouldn't have a show without you. And, you know, every year I pick a word. So the word that I picked this year was gratitude. Gratitude okay? And we need to always keep saying thank you, okay? If you're here and you're hearing my voice, just say thank you. Thank you to, um, not to me so much, but thank you for, for being here today, for, you know, getting up and being in the world today. And I want you to always know that the universe has your back, okay, that you are never alone. You can just reach out and, and ask for help. And also, I want you to go to your mirror and just say, I am strong. I am confident. I am magical. I'm enough. I'm, I'm beautiful. I deserve the best. And understand that you deserve love and as we were saying earlier love yourself if you love yourself you're going to attract love to you if you want want it from outside of yourself because everything is energy the universe including you and i okay you want to pay attention to the energy and see that there are answers there if you ask a question there's an answer that can come back to you and Focus on what is positive in your life so that you can become a magnet and attract even more positive situations because we live in a magic universe. So, you know, you want to keep your energy high, your vibrations high, and like I say with every show, I invite you to step into your personal power and awaken your true magic. So, until we meet again which will be in two weeks, on Sunday, March the 27th. I am wishing every one of you countless blessings and high vibrations. I love you all. Bye-bye.